I love the I love the I love the thorough work that goes into these these episodes. The amount of study, you know, the effort that you put into research. I'm trying, man. I love that as we're sitting down to record the episode, you are Google translating how to say with you some of these words. Hey, man. Yeah. Have you ever heard of eels? What? Is that what you had to look up? Is that what you had to look up how to pronounce? You're like, this thing's got two E's. Is it E E-L's? Are you talking about the okay? Are you talking about like the uh the demon snakes? Like eels? Eel. Okay. No, 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 no. Go to the part of the video where it's a man's voice. That's who I want to hear. Thanks for watching. Eel. It was a woman the whole time. Well, I didn't learn a thing then. (laughs) (laughs) It was a woman the whole time is actually my (laughs) the name of my book. Uh, (laughs) My new memoir. Episode where you talk about eels, uh, Egypt, and uh, Sigmund Freud. Go. There was a guy named Pliny the Elder. I want a name like that. From kind of not big to absolutely massive. So he just gets on a boat uh, and he starts following eels around for 17 years. Also, that makes me question the entire field of psychology. Things I learned last night. Okay, so e- wait, <laughs> eels. Like you're eels. actually gonna talk about eels. <laughs> Hold on, wait. What are you saying? Eels. I don't think you're saying it right. Shut up. <laughs> eels. <laughs> eels. Hold on. Oh, what? Stop. <laughs> eels. Like, are you talking about the lightning fish? Okay, hold on. Okay. Here, I this is <laughs> You know, an eel. <laughs> it took me way too long to pull that yeah, out. Yeah, I know. You I like to, really had, had to, to stall. I had to stall. I couldn't find the original one we used. I had to like Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. I had to go down like four results in. It was annoying. Okay. Yeah, so so eels like we're talking about the the shocky fish. <laughs> so here's the thing about the shocky here's snakes. the thing about electric eels. They're not eels. Uh, they're not eels. They're not eels. So that's a common misconception because they're named electric eels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I can't. Bl- I don't know how people got there. I'll tell you what, <laughs> but they're actually knife fish. They're not even in the eel family like they're all totally different fish altogether. They look relatively similar to an eel. They're not eels at all, um, so we're not talking about those. Okay. As interesting as there are, we're talking about eels. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you now. Good. 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 Th- good, 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 good. Good. Here's the thing about eels. Uh, they have been confusing people for thousands of years, um, and here's why. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. What do you mean? Okay. 
uh, eels have no reproductive organs whatsoever. Um, and thousands of years ago, people noticed this and were like, okay, then where do they come from? Uh, well, they got no way to give birth. They've got no way to inseminate. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no there's literally nothing in them that clearly shows that they can can reproduce, but the ancients realized uh, they do. There's a lot of them and they're just the keeps ancients? being a lot of them. Yeah, the ancients real. Okay. Yeah, they said there's a lot of them and so Aristotle came up with a theory. Oh, you're talking about like ancients. Yeah. Okay. Aristotle came up. They were with studying theory. eels. Yeah, yeah, and they were very curious about him because they had no reproductive organs and so Aristotle came up with this fabulous theory that when rainwater mixes with mud and it washes into the ocean uh, that becomes an eel. No, no, no. <laughs> I know what it is when molasses <laughs> goes into the water. It becomes a little fishy fish it turns into a little eel and if you put Syrup, sir. Oh, like okay. tree sap. Like tree sap. Yeah, that becomes an electric eel. Oh wow, that's that's good logic. It's actually yeah. more. It's actually Mountain Dew. You got to put it in the water <laughs> when you mix Mountain Dew and water together. It's <laughs> zappy eel. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, Aristotle's logic here made no sense. Uh, yeah, obviously. I guess uh, the only connection I can even I didn't see know Aristotle was that dumb. I mean, like we think this guy's smart, <laughs> but this guy was like, yeah, rainwater <laughs> in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, and then the mud. I think the I think the connection. I think the only possible connection he could be making here is that um, mud is brown, eels are brown, so that's where they come from. <laughs> like that's I don't see. So any. he well, he was saying that when when rainwater hits the dirt. Yeah, it, it becomes creates. mud and the mud when it washes into the salt water of the ocean, it becomes okay. 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 He wasn't saying that like just dirt could become no because then it he was would the be, chemical reaction. He was like, I got to stay inside if it's raining outside. <laughs> you know, Look at all these eels because my driveway is going to turn into uh, you know eels. eels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, How, kind of well, a crazy idea, but for thousands of years, that was the accepted truth because nobody could figure it out and they were just like, yeah. well, Aristotle said it and he was pretty right about a lot of things, so he must be right about this thing, man. It's <laughs> rough to be right sometimes because then they assume you're right about everything. Oh man, uh, so that was kind of a crazy theory. Uh, people don't believe that anymore. Um, not long after that, there was a guy named Pliny the Elder. <laughs> That's what I would like a name to be. I would like. Yeah, I want a name like that. Pliny the elder. I want something that says the elder that has a the something like a title at the end. Yes. So you're Jaren the comedian. Yeah, but I don't want that one. You I thought that was your job. Yeah, but I want one that's like like, you know, like a like a Jaren the funny. No, shut up. No, like Jaren the something that puts no something puts respect not serious. Jaren the the wise. Jaren the the Jaren the why is he saying these? It's kind of funny though. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple hundred years later, there's this guy, Pliny the Elder, mm-hmm. uh, and he theorized that when a, an existing eel, a live eel, mm-hmm. scrapes its body up against a rock and the skin that flakes off of him, that skin generates into a new eel. Um, okay. So, 
more plausible than I don't know if it's more plausible. I would no, say I think it's just about as plausible. You think that <laughs> I would say that's definitely more plausible. I would not say it's more any any more plausible than self generation from the that's how dirt. I got. That's how I got my brother <laughs> from my dead skin cells. You just scraped your skin against the rocks out back. <laughs> yep. You know those little you go, those little brother. things they give you for your feet that you just like those little egg <laughs> the looking leg. things so you like scrape your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> just we just saved up my dead my dead skin. You're like, mom, dad, I want a brother. I got a really bad sunburn once, so we got a big old flake right off my back. Like we just grabbed and pulled and it just came. You know, just ugh. Your parents have just taken all your dead skin. We just skin. saved for seven years. I'm seven years old. <laughs> yeah. kid. It's crazy. You, your parents collected all your dead skin and just taped it yeah. to a scarecrow. And I'll told tell you, you what, he brother. looks like a ghoul. He does not. <laughs> he's not handsome. He looks very rough. Yikes. I hate this. Yeah, uh, he had a diary in high school. Yeah, yeah, we call it the dead skin scrolls. Oh, uh, <laughs> so it's pretty good. Yeah, so uh, yeah, also, he's always on the skins team and shirts okay. and skins. <laughs> We're still going with this one. Yeah. Do you got any more? <laughs> so great. Moisturizer does not help him. All right. It's Jaren the skin. Ew. That's your title. Ew. I'm giving you that. Jaren the skin. So the Egyptians they had a theory as well um, that yeah. uh, eels were uh, almost like a seal. Eels were people who disobeyed Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> that's they their, threw them in the Nile. That's the official theory they, they gave. <laughs> they were like, no, no, no. No, have you ever seen those nasty fish? Uh, yeah, so they, their theory was it was like there were like algae or like seaweed kind of in, How in big the Nile. How big eels? Like not electric eels, I guess if I don't know what an eel is. Um, I mean, they range uh, anywhere from two inches to 13 feet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they range uh, <laughs> from kind of not big to absolutely massive. So, you know, it's kind of like a like a small range, small as I would say. Range of eels. Hey, thanks for being here for things I learned last night. Uh, if you want bonus content, early access to episodes, and a whole lot more, including a Discord channel, uh, we have that available to our Patreon supporters. To sign up for that and for more info, uh, text Tillin to six six eight six six. Yeah. So, uh, the Egyptians. Uh, they thought that it was literally like they were like seaweed or plants or something that was growing in the Nile. And when the currents got strong enough, it ripped them from the floor and they became eel, uh, which is actually surprisingly close. Um, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm done with you. I'm so done with this. Well, here's All the right. thing. Here's the thing about eels. Uh, there's a subspecies of eel. Uh, that will actually like burrow a little hole into the sea floor and then just kind of stick its tail down in there and then just dangle up they from the sea floor seaweed and they look like seaweed. They call them garden eels because it, they will get in big packs and they'll do this and they'll it'll be like a garden of eels. They'll look like a bunch of grass that's like spread out in the sea floor and they're just kind of hanging there with their little heads and their weird looking bodies. Um, <laughs> And they just hang out like that. They're sitting there with their heads and their weird looking bodies. <laughs> and their tails in the ground. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was an actually thing that they did is they looked like how the Egyptians described them, but there's no way that they saw these eels because they're at the bottom of the ocean, not like the Nile. Okay. So there was no way for them to actually like see that and observe that. So it was just kind of a crazy idea. 
unless they had better technology than we thought. But uh, so <clears throat> that's a good theory. Lots of crazy ideas. Here's here's what's here's what's here's what's here's what's interesting. Let me tell you what's interesting, please. Let me tell you this is what get to the interesting part. We still aren't really sure. Um, we've got some ideas uh, and there's a that prevailing theory pretty spooky though that we know more about space than we do the ocean. Yeah, yeah, that's wild to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's pretty wild. Uh, so so what's our theory? Um, we have to lay some groundwork to get there. Okay. Uh, so in um, hold on a second in the in Europe in the um, what year? Hold on. Let me pull the year real quick. Hold so on. I, get this I right. just want to don't move. Go to his camera. You sit down in this chair and you're like Tim this or you're like Jaren. <laughs> this chair is like crooked. This is like super crooked. It's like I mean like I swear your floor is slanted. Your chair is crooked. I'm telling you what it's crooked. Look at how you are sitting. It's because it's crooked. I'm right now to the you're I'm telling me to the right. You've overcorrected to the point. No, I'm not overcorrecting. I'm falling in. It's the force of gravity pushing me downwards into this the right side of this chair because it's at a slope. This chair is sloped sloped. You're yeah. saying that's a sloped chair. This chair is sloped. This is a slippy slopey seat. <laughs> you're sitting over there with your dumb head and your dumb body. <laughs> All right, just let your dumb body flail around over here. You just stick your head, your your big head, and your dumb body flailing around shut over up, here. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I just I'm just so mad that you're like, yeah, these chairs are crooked. <laughs> your body is crooked, Tim. Jeez. All right, whatever, man. So there's this guy in the late 19th century who. Uh, he lived in Europe and he was really curious about these eels as a lot of people were uh, throughout history because they were like no one between the Egyptians <coughs> and this guy. Yeah, cared they, they cared. They, they just didn't figure it out. Oh, There's okay. people who came up with other theories, right? But I mean up until this point everybody succumbed to Aristotle's theory that they're like oh, it must be mud. They must just come from the mud. Uh, <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, and so uh, this guy, he would wake up every morning and he would go down to the docks. Can we, just ca- we can catch him, right? Yeah, yeah. People catch him all the time. So why don't we just catch a few of them? Well, here's what's interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they did. They caught him, right? They put him in a big tank, 2.5 million gallons. <laughs> all right. And they just let him swim around. And the next day they came back. There was double the number. All right. But here's the thing. They had set up a security camera, right? <laughs> but they go to look at the footage. Gone. Gone. Footage is gone. Footage is gone. It's absent. Yeah, to this day they say that the anarchials did it. <laughs> it's anarchial. Uh, so this guy would go down the docks every day. I was gonna go with stealing the steel and the steal. footage. Stealing oh, the footage. That's good. That's yeah, good. Steals. Uh, so uh, every day uh, this guy would go down the dock and he would buy all the eels that the fishermen had fished. Uh, <laughs> Hey, thanks for manning. Thanks for you know. I'm glad you fished these. <laughs> Had fished. Tim, you idiot! It's fushed. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, you go down there to the docks and get the, all the all the eels the fishermen had flushed. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I just flushed this bass out of the water earlier today. <laughs> hey, man, I just I dropped a quarter down between my seat. You think you could flush it out of there? <laughs> what? No, it doesn't work because fish beat the work. <laughs> fish is the. <laughs> Fush, fush is the past tense. Take man, a grammar class. This, I gotta tell you, man, this situation's real fushy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so he would buy all of the eels, uh-huh. take him back to his apartment, and for ten hours a day, for years, would just stare at him, <laughs> just try to watch, do him. something. <laughs> No, he dissect these eels and try to find their reproductive organs and why he thought if I just cut up enough of these, I'll find it. When do you not give up after the first two? You're like, there's yeah, you're no like, I've like cut, I've cut a couple of these up and it messed this guy up. We have letters that he sent back to his family where he like well, months- he hasn't seen in 10 years. <laughs> he's a bit easily. He's like, okay, I'll come visit for Christmas whenever I find how this works. and they're like, yeah, they're like, hey, come home. Yeah, come. We're your family. And he's like, yeah, but I know how we got here. I don't know how <laughs> don't these know how eels got. got how does their family exist? <laughs> and they're like, oh man. Yeah, and so uh, is this a conspiracy? <laughs> conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, people are just more interested because these fish they were so efficient. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Fushing, but go ahead. Uh, so he spent 10 hours a day cutting these up. He yeah. wrote letters back to his family and it like messed him up because in letters, there's multiple letters where things were like, oh man, this guy's losing his mind. But there, there's one where he said, when I close my eyes, I see the carcasses of eels. <laughs> uh, and like, it's like to the point where it's like he, I mean, Jeez. he spent 10 hours a day cutting these things up uh, for how long? A couple of years. I don't remember. Uh, how many years he's put in that, those kind of hours. Yeah, putting in 10 hours a day it, and he never found them. He never found the organs. Eventually he abandoned it uh, and he went on to become Sigmund Freud. <laughs> like the psychologist. Wait, you're serious. Sigmund Freud. A hundred percent. Oh, I thought you were joking. <laughs> this is true. This is Sigmund Freud. This is the first thing he did in his career, and I'm convinced this is where his obsession. I was gonna say this is where his obsession with like sex comes from. <laughs> yes, yeah, because because of eels. I'm convinced. He's like, well, if they can't, then yeah. this must be why humans he's do like, everything. This, yeah, he's like, then this has to be the most important thing about us. Shut up, you're you're messing. A hundred percent true story. This is Sigmund Freud, and couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. Abandoned it and just gave up on the eels. Um, very clearly messed up his head, cutting up all those eels every day for ten hours a day. Um, they estimate that he's he had cut up multiple thousands worth of eels, trying to find their organs, and never did. How is he paying for all these eels? <laughs> he's going every morning. What? I, what do you do for a living? Like, hey, Sigmund, you just want all that. What are you what using are you, these eels I'm for? I'm just living off way? my e-commerce <laughs> store. <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, I just I buy other people's cut. Co- all right copy and paste people's content into shirts. Yes. Yeah, sell yeah, on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, actually I go. I uh, I buy all these eels and I resell them on the Amazon sellers app. <laughs> like wouldn't believe how many people want to buy these eels. I'll tell you what, especially after I've dissected them. 
Oh man, I just sell <laughs> eel carcasses. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I started out on eBay. That didn't really work great. Facebook Marketplace was better, but now I sell them on eel bay. Eel uh, bay. Yeah, they call me the eel move. dealer. I'll tell you what. I go by Neil, spelled N E E L. I go by Neil. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, you go to his house and he's like, he's very patriotic. He's got a whole. He didn't, he wasn't even in America, but here we go. <laughs> We're gonna go for it. Hold on, keep going. Yeah, yeah. he's I'm got an American flag you. thing. It's one of those Hobby Lobby things, and it just says "Eel for the flag" <laughs> <laughs> or "Eel for the cross." Stand for the eel flag. For the cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, eel yeah. for the cross. I stand for the flag. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's of course, but also that makes me question the entire field of psychology that we would base so much stuff. Off of a guy who's willing to spend multiple years of his life just cutting eels. Well, I mean, peeling eels, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just me, just eel peeling today. I hate that so much. Peeling eels. Yeah, that was a, that's a garage band. I'll tell you what. Peeling <laughs> eels. Yikes, man. Uh, so, uh, for years after this, yeah, people uh, they were uh, they still didn't get eels. They still didn't understand eels um, until 1904. This guy named Johannes Schmidt um, was like, "I'm going on an expedition, and I'm not coming back until I figure out where eels come from." Um, and which is quite the declaration. That is, it is quite the, the the declaration, which I actually I'm realizing I'm I'm mixing up the storyline here, um, as I as I started that storyline. There was another guy I can't remember his name now. It's gonna take me a second, but there was another guy who he had a pet, um, eel. Not 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 eel. Uh, not a pet eel. A pet leptocephalus. A pet leptocephalus. Which um, <clears throat> have you seen a, those? That's fish? an STD. <laughs> oh yeah, man! I got leptocephalus. It, it it's like you know those those fish that are like super thin. They're almost like a piece of paper, and they're really wide, and that but they like curve up. They're like a moon almost. Okay, and they're really thin. It's like one of those a paper plate. <laughs> yeah, he had a paper plate. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a putting bowl, a fish tank, and he, he put those fish eyes on him. He's like, yeah, I got to clean the water he's out. Like, My leptocephalus. All his friends were like, okay. Well, one day he came to feed his leptocephalus and was surprised to see that his leptocephalus was now an eel and he was very confused. <laughs> so he started researching leptocephali and realized that they are the larvae of a species of eel called the glass eel, which was like a, uh, uh, a translucent eel. Um, well, okay <clears throat> in studying these glass eels, he discovered that glass eels were also the species of eel called elvers, which were freshwater eels. And so they would start as leptocephali and then they would become glass eels and then they would mature and become elvers. They're like butterflies. They're starting out as one thing, going to their cocoons and coming out as a new thing. Interesting. And they ended up following this down the line to where pretty much every species of eel we knew about was just a different stage in this eels life development. And so 
started out as the leptocephalus and then it became the glass eel, then became the elver and then the yellow eel until eventually the silver eel and when it reached maturity, which we thought <clears throat> up until this point that these were all just different species of eel when really they were all one species that was just the life Evolving. cycle. Yeah, going through its life cycle like a frog. But we still don't know <laughs> what lays the larva. Yeah, so we still don't understand because none of them have sex organs uh, and so we're still confused on what's going on there. Well, they discovered that silver eels towards the end of their life sprout reproductive organs towards the end of their life. And so he's like, he's like, oh my gosh, so they go through this cycle and at the very end of their life when they need it, they sprout these organs just like they kind of transform throughout the whole course of their life as well. And so they started researching these eels trying to find the point like their breeding ground and the situation when this happened. Eels live for like 70 years. Um, so they have a long so you got to start like trying to follow them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's when this other guy Johanna Schmidt says I'm going to find them in when they're mating. I'm leaving and I'm coming back not coming back until I figure this out. Timothy Jared. Do we have merchandise? <laughs> yeah. Very cool. How do I purchase some? Uh, you can go to tillin.com slash merch. There we have mugs, t-shirts, hoodies. Uh, I mean, anything you could want. Stickers? No. We do have stickers. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tillin.com slash merch. So he just gets on a boat uh, and he just starts following eels around. For 17 years. <laughs> uh, what if you're wrong about the evolution thing, right? So what if you start following around a glass eel and you're just like, this thing is going to change one day and every single day you're waking up and it's this stupid little glass. It's the same. Eel. I still see through it. How long did he have the thing before it changed? You know? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how long he had it, uh, but long enough for I mean, I, I don't know how long I feel like you could have had it for a couple hours and when it becomes an eel, you're like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so especially if you don't know that that's how it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that freak you out. Uh, so uh, yeah, what they did is they started tracking tracking them and what was really interesting is these uh, leptocephali, which they realized are the larvae of Larva, larvae, larves, larvis, larvae, larvae, the lava. They're the lava of eels. They originate from this area in the ocean called the Sargasso Sea. Okay, which I don't know if you've heard of this, but this is the ocean within the Atlantic Ocean. Yes, and so there's a current in the Atlantic Ocean that kind of goes in a circle. Um, and within that there is a an ocean within that that's a separate ocean from the Atlantic Ocean. It's different water. This is actually the Bermuda Triangle is within this shout out. Yeah, no 100 percent true. So the Bermuda Triangle Here's is making Sargasso. stuff. I hate so much <laughs> we get I, in this, this episode. Who told you about this? Look Sargasso Sea. it's in that's the Bermuda Triangle. Dude, you just Photoshop this whole oh thing. Oh my gosh. The Sargasso Sea is the Bermuda Triangles you're inside. You're making you just and you you come on around. here and you're like, all right, how do I work in? Did someone give you a challenge? This no, was somebody like, okay, no. hey, do an episode where you talk about eels, uh, Egypt, and uh, Sigmund Freud. Go. 
And then you just figured out you were just like, oh, okay. And I just uh, built uh, a uh, fake uh, Wikipedia uh, page. Yeah, I honestly am not. I wouldn't put it past you. I'm not joking. This is what you did because this is stupid so far. No, there's no, no way. This is a hundred percent a true story. The Sargasso Sea is you sit with your Bermuda big triangle. head, and your dumb body. All right, and you're just telling me that all eels originate in the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. Yes, I am telling you this. So the Bermuda Triang Triangle Triangles. So here's what he found. He followed these eels and he realized as he goes across the Atlantic, these letocephali they get smaller and smaller until the center of the Sargasso Sea where the population of them gets smaller and smaller. Is that what you're no, saying? their size like their literal length. Oh, and s- until you get down to the Sargasso Sea, they get to the smallest point where they're only a couple centimeters in length. Um, and so since so that's where they got originally. Yeah, he's like they have to be coming from here. This is where they're hatching. Um, the issue was he didn't find he didn't find them like their eggs. He just found them really small there um, and he didn't find any adult eels anywhere along this whole journey. All he found was these leptocephali swimming back towards Europe. Here's like, here's like this one centimeter leptocephali and then also there's a plane with a woman in it. <laughs> Do you know who this is? Anybody anybody missing a plane? Yeah, and, and a whole crew and also a crew. <laughs> that was an Amelia Earhart joke and also there's a is he an Elvis impersonator or is that like <laughs> is that actually Elvis? Eelfus. <laughs> so he he assumed did that they had to do be evil. Eelfus has to be like a SpongeBob bit. Did they do that on SpongeBob? Oh man, they should have. They should have. They're still going. They still can. I know, but I'm wondering if Pat they pending. did. I'm trying to think because if not, we got to sell it to him. Yeah, we got to sell it to him. I don't. I searched Eelfus and I haven't. There's no response. Oh, it's because it's autocorrected to Elvis. Eelfus. Uh, there is an episode in SpongeBob where he impersonates Elvis. An eel? No, Elvis. SpongeBob. SpongeBob, SpongeBob impersonates Elvis. Elvis, but he's not an eel. He's a sponge. Okay, great. So I'm gonna make a shirt that says Elvis on it. Yeah, Elvis. Elvis Plankton. What other Elvis? Per. I don't know. Whatever. We, we don't gotta make it. We just gotta make it Elvis Presley. We don't gotta make it. All right, whatever. More. Uh, you can. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> And so, so what he did is he tracked him and it's really interesting because they go um, they're the leptocephali and then at some point they become the glass eels right uh, and then in between this and the the point where they become hold on. Let me pull back the other one so I get the names right the elver they transition to freshwater and they start swimming up rivers um, and they become freshwater. That's what I want eels. by the way. Jaren the elver Jaren the elver. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> And and then they find like a lake or something and they become yellow eels and they're okay. in a lake and then at some point it's assumed that these yellow eels begin swimming back downstream. They become the silver eels the silver. So eels. they think that all eels. Yeah on the planet Earth. Yeah, every eel. Well, I don't know if every eel, but at least catadorm eels. Okay, originate from the Bermuda Triangle, and then swim from the Santorum sash sash <laughs> the slash bringing the hash making or the SpongeBob the Sargasso Sea the Sargasso Sea Sargasso Sea the Sargasso Sea yeah and then they swim into rivers 
They they swim towards some river. They yeah. swim up the and river, up- find a lake, and then at some point they're like, "Well, I guess it's time to go back." And then they just go back down the river, and then they become silver eels. And now they're they're saltwater eels again. And then at some point, these saltwater eels or the silver eels sprout their reproductive organs and end up back in the Bermuda Triangle where they lay their eggs and die or something. I don't know. We don't know. Here's what's crazy: we have never seen any mature eels swim back to the Bermuda Triangle or anywhere near the Bermuda Triangle uh, where we assume that these are coming from. We've also never seen a wild eel or an eel in captivity reproduce at all. We like we've never seen it happen. Um, we, we they've attempted to breed them. It's not worked. They've attempted to like chip them with like satellite positioning and follow them that we've never seen it happen. And so it, what it really is is it's based off assumption now based on the fact that this guy found really small ones in the Bermuda Triangle that they come from there, but we have no reason to understand or we, we have we don't understand how they get there like because we don't see any mature eels ever in that area. It's never been spotted. So they're this weird enigma uh, because we just we know we think we know where they come from. Okay, we're pretty sure we're, we're pretty sure that that's their breeding ground, but we, we no, we've never seen it. We have no idea. Yeah, we just have seen tiny eels come from there. so then the, he's only finding these tiny. He's not finding adult eels there. No, no adult eels have ever been. Found so they would have had to like lay the larva or whatever. Yeah, and then dip out disappear. Yeah, but we've also never seen them anywhere on the route like from like across the Atlantic. We've never seen eels in anywhere in the route. Where are they found at primarily? I mean, closer to the shores, the shore of lines. what any any continent because they because what they do is they leave they leave the Bermuda Triangle and they go to all the different continents and they swim up some river. They live in some lake for a little bit. They swim back down the, the river and then supposedly they make their way back to where they came from and then the tiny eels are born, <laughs> but we've never seen them <laughs> go back like we've never seen those silver eels go back. We've just seen them. So you think maybe aliens are giving us eels. Maybe these are aliens. <laughs> there are theories. There's crazy theories that these are aliens, aliens that are planting them there or that they are actually like sprouting out of the earth. Did you hear the way I said sprouting sprouting <laughs> sprouting 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 out of the earth. It's enunciation sprouting sprouting sprouting. Stop. I oh gosh. Sprouting. Sprouting. That's the that's the soccer team here, right? <laughs> Sprouting Casey. <laughs> the local joke. Uh, so yeah, they were sprouting out of the earth. Um, but no, th- to this day, we don't know exactly where eels are coming, where eels come from. Um, <laughs> and there's been lots of different theories. This is the generally accepted one, but I do want you to remember that the generally accepted theory for thousands of years that was that they came from That's what I was thinking is like rainwater lands in the Bermuda Triangle and then yeah. all of a sudden there's yeah, so we we know for sure that tiny eels come from the Bermuda Triangle. We don't know if they're born there. We don't know how they we end don't up know there. if all eels come from there. We yeah, yeah, um, I, I did want to mention for a second two interesting things I found while researching this though uh, one. Oh, hey, here's a picture of those garden eels. They're spooky looking down there. Oh, not weird, huh? Uh, so uh, there's these two two different uh, interesting eel facts uh, that I found. Eel facts. Eel facts. <laughs> eel facts. Uh, so one, there's this this species of eel or subspecies of eel, I should say, 
um, that uh, burrows its way uh, into other fish. What? And s- swims up the fish. I don't like whatever you just did with your mouth. Just s- s- what? Swims up the fish and just nestles up along the spinal cord of the fish and just lives there and just stays. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's like that's like what it does. It's, that's just its life. Terrifyingly spooky. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's that. What <laughs> doesn't doesn't that just like make your skin crawl? And it doesn't. It never I comes out until the fish part. dies, or what? Yeah, yeah, it just lives in there from that point on. How, does it just, so it just feeds off of the fish? Yep, yep, yep. Does it slowly kill the fish then? I would assume so, um, but yeah, it just lives along the spinal cord. It, the, that or the other thing that it'll do is it will find pregnant fish and then just swim into the womb and eat all the fish and then swim out. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so, so they're they're terrifying, terrifying. Yeah, no, this is aliens for sure. <laughs> this is aliens. All right. Um, and so there's actually a relatively um, uh, accepted theory among like legitimate scientists that the Loch Ness monster was an uh, extra large eel that like grew to really high, really big lengths, and that's what was witnessed and where the theories of the Loch Ness monster came from. Because like I said, they grow to 17 feet in length, and so they said it's it's presume they presume that maybe one was extra large, 22, 23 feet long, and peeked up out of the water, and that's what people saw, and it was actually a giant eel on its way back to go give birth to a bunch of mini two centimeter eels mm. from Loch Ness. Okay. So eels are the Loch Ness monster. Eels swim into other fish. You're so full of it. Eels okay, so someone said, "Hey, working Sigmund Freud, Freud likes them." <laughs> the Loch Ness monster, Egypt, and the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, yeah, and that was actually a Christian underscore Hobbit. He's in our Discord channel. Oh uh, he recommended this, and if you would like to recommend an episode and like me to see me work it in in some crazy way, like I did with this one. I uh, just text Tillin to six six eight six six. You can join Patreon. There's lots of exclusives. That you say you can get. work it in. That makes me think you made this whole thing up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I did it. This is a true story. I tried to. I fed off of you, but this is true. This is a hundred percent true. We don't know. There's lots of crazy That's theories. Nuts. There's lots of crazy theories, but yeah, everything I said so far is true, except for <laughs> it not being true. That's the only thing I said <laughs> that was not true is the stuff I said about it not being true. That is Everything nuts. else is true. Eels are weird, man. They're eels are weird. Eels are weird, man. <laughs> eels. <are> eels. <laughs> Eels, man. It's unbelievable. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. Let me tell you this. Here's what's crazier. Hey, let me let me take it to a crazier level. Okay. There's a lot of theories that eels come directly from people who lost a fiddle off with Beelzebub. <laughs> you were going there. I was going to work in fuddle off. 